if you could just go ahead and hit that five star review for a five star podcast mm. with three yeah, get in there. three wonderful guys tonight. That would be that sounds like a horrible time. Five stars to three wonderful guys. <laughs> Issue number 157 of the Back Here Funny podcast. Yeah! Tonight we're going to be diving into the latest editions of the Marvel Studios television properties. We're talking Free Flown's Cloak and Dagger as well as the Hulu original Runaways. We waited well after these seasons ended so you had time to catch up and watch them. And that way you will know if we spoil anything, which we will, definitely you've had fair warning. <laughs> Uh, well, we, we're going to be talking about these seasons in depth, out of depth, outro depth, all the depths that you can think of. Johnny Depp had all of these. Uh, before we do any of that, though, let's see who's joining us tonight. We have the bad Cody himself, Sergio. Hey, welcome everyone to the best damn podcast in the world. Thank you to everyone who's been listening on Spotify, checking out SoundCloud. Apple Music, Apple Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Apple, I don't like Apple Music. Damn Even it. though we say we're a band, we're not like a music band. Yeah, we're not like a music band because the group of is a band. It's a band. Uh, on Google Play, on every possible app you can absolutely get into <laughs> and absolutely. listen to. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever that. apps are sold, in case you the other podcast is great. Yeah. Uh, thank you everyone who's been listening, checking us out. All the new people who's been uh, liking us on Instagram and on Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. Thank you guys for following along with us on this magical journey. Team Casey. I'm also here. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Imagine, imagine if I just Good said. Intro. Imagine if I just was just like, the back of stuff, Sergio, and just had him do it all over again. Do it again. Verbatim. <laughs> oh, welcome. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> uh, and I'm your host for the evening, Booster Guy. Right? Now that we've gotten all that yeah. business out of the way, uh, gentlemen, what's happened this week? Oh, man. So the DC Universe, man, these guys are just trucking and moving along. Mm-hmm. So basically uh, what they have coming up, they have everyone knows they have their streaming service coming up, but they want to have their own version of the Daily Show. We're going to have a thing called uh, DC Daily. I think that's a working title, whatever. And so. uh, at first, it's going to be hosted by Kevin Smith. So basically, it's going to be kind of like a Talking Dead situation. They're going to let you know the latest news in uh, DV, uh, DC TV shows, movies, comics stuff like that they're gonna have some guests on they're gonna try to make it uh, entertaining and uh it's all coming up on their streaming service uh kevin smith tweeted out one week from today i'm gonna show you what the dc universe is gonna look like when dc universe app officially opens for bat business this fall can't wait hmm. for that love kevin smith and his passion love dc but hmm wondering about this uh this 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 daily show that they're going to have what do you guys hmm. think uh, I'm wondering if there was a while ago, Kevin Smith, uh, I think he tweeted out and posted on his Facebook uh, that he's really excited. He was, uh, he was going to present an opportunity and he wouldn't say it was very vague. He said, I'm going to present an opportunity to a major outlet or a, a major studio. that's oh. going to let me have these like crazy, like my hands on all of these toys. And I'm wondering now if this is that. 
It would be. If anything, DC would be like, hmm, we need somebody good to like, start this thing off with the bat. We need the fat man no. on Batman. <laughs> they go, we need the exact opposite of Zack Snyder. How do we get that? <laughs> oh, God. And Kevin Pure Smith's like, unbridled fanboy. Rip. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm interested. I mean, I, I've listened to uh, his podcast a little bit. Uh, I've mm. watched the episodes of Comic Book Men where he's in it. And he, he's definitely he's super engaging. I've seen some of his stand up and like yeah. his, his uh, panels. And like he talks, he he crafts a story like his movies are great, but his storytelling is just on point. So if it's just him talking about like what's going on that particular week, maybe DC streaming, whatever, I think I'm, I'm going to definitely give it a try. I'm, I'm pretty pumped. It's, it's it sounds interesting, um, especially for the fact that like uh, you know they're going to be talking about all the different stuff DC has going on. This could really help out DC too because Marvel just has so much. They've been they've been such a big dominating force like in the movies, um, like uh, TV shows, like like everything. I mean, people are still watching Agents of Shield. You're still, I can't see what a straight face. Yeah, terrible. I love that that cracks you up every time. Especially, no, I was, I was laughing too because I just remember that, like, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, unfortunately, people were giving um, Chloe Bennett crap because she's dating Logan Paul now because she sees like good at him and, and shit and shit like that. So I'm just like, people still watch Agents of Shield regardless of like whatever's going on. They're still huge fans of of the show. Uh, to this fan in there anyway but yeah like uh dc really needed like something like this and i think kevin smith is a really good person to, to put up front and just like greg said he's really engaging like uh i watch his uh fat man on batman on youtube mm. it's uh it's him and his uh and his buddy and they they have like a space in a cafe somewhere in california and it looks like uh <laughs> like, like 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 the cantina like the most Isaac cantina a little bit that's awesome and uh yeah they have these engaging stories we'll have guests on and and the, the way that he he tells um, you know uh, the the way he engages the audience, the way he tells you about his life and certain things. Even when he goes to conventions and he's talking about, you know, the uh, <laughs> the like the, the the spiders and and like the Wild Wild West movie and and how like uh, there was a director he worked with who wanted to incorporate that into that a, John into Peter the Superman, Superman yeah, the Superman movie. The funniest thing I've ever heard. Dude, it was yeah. the greatest thing ever. Like the director's like, well, like, what if we like, what if Superman doesn't fly in this one? Yeah, <laughs> it's like like what? No, he's Superman. He had. Has to fight. What if we put like a giant spider in this one? What? My, my favorite thing about that well, is we can't call like, it a spider. Okay, it's like a really, Thanagarian really snare need, beast. We really need Superman to have the eyes of a killer. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, and he was just like trying, trying to work into the like uh, like the spider. Well, we can't call it a spider. Oh, we'll call it a Thanagarian snare beast. And he was just like, it didn't make it into that movie, but it made it into Wild Wild West with Will Smith and Kevin. Yep. Clark. He goes, oh, that's where that spider went. Okay, great. That's horrible. But uh, yeah, this, this, this is going to be interesting. Um, yeah. So, so hopefully, I mean, I mean, the the set itself looks per, looks pretty damn cool. They got like a replica of Batmobile. I think this is just like a concept. But if this is the set, it looks really cool. They've got like a full blown like uh, like Wonder Woman statue, um, like a Batman thing coming on the Batmobile. It looks looks pretty sick. So yeah. I can't wait to see uh, what's in store because DC needs uh, needs a win. I, I think I think they have a really interesting and unique opportunity with this show where. Mm-hmm. They could just literally have Kevin Smith show up doing this show in their mm-hmm. movies whenever they decide to reboot them and just have this like four dimensional experience where people watch and be like, hey, I listened to that episode just now. <gasps> Am I in the DC universe right now? And like, just really kind of <laughs> like make him like their, their Stan Lee, so to speak, where he just shows Ooh. up in every episode, maybe just doing this podcast or doing this show or doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would be fucking great. And just have that reoccurring. Just copy everything Marvel did. Just use different 
characters. Seriously, like that's all they have to do. It's like I'm not even mad. Just just do that, but do it with like your DC properties, and yeah. we'll we'll be 100 percent fine. Um, and, this and this no is going to be fun of you for doing it. No one, no one. Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all. That's, that's what we all wanted with, with the whole Batman vs. Superman and mm -hmm. Justice League thing. You know what I mean? Like, we wanted you to build out all those heroes in their own movies and then eventually do the Justice League and eventually do Batman v Superman. But no, no, load... I would say other way around. I would say all their, all their movies, mm -hmm. then Batman v Superman, then really? Justice League. That's what I would say, because that's how the animated series did it, if you remember. Yeah, true. Yeah, the, the world's yeah. the world's finest. World's finest. The original Superman Batman movie. That's all we wanted is world's finest. In live action form, that's 100%. it. That's all we wanted. Yeah. Fucking yeah. DC. This, this is Lex Luthor uh, pays pays Joker to take a hit out on Superman. Yeah, they get the Kryptonian Jade Dragon. Oh, that's it, dude. That's all we wanted. Quality television in 1994. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> so this DC uh, Daily Show is going to start uh, August 29th at 4:30 p.m. Pacific wait, wait. Standard Time, and it's going to start. Uh, yeah. So soon. Yeah. So soon. Like wow. it's, gonna, it's gonna be the inaugural live stream, and it's uh, you can see it on Facebook, uh, Twitch, and on YouTube. Hmm. Yeah, I was I was surprised. I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> so soon, like way before they're 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 streaming. Oh, okay, great. I mean, I, I wonder if this is gonna go. I wonder if this will be separate from the uh, from the streaming service, or this is gonna kick it off, and then when the streaming service starts, they're like, hey, you already know that show. That show's going to move over to our streaming service. Oh, yeah. That would be a smart business move. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Because yeah. you guys like that I think with Kevin Smith we did. This It's going to you know pay for the subscription. You'll get that show every day. Maybe, maybe yeah. with Kevin Smith, maybe not. But he might be, you know, whatever. And people are like, hmm, I could buy into that. <laughs> Out here pretending like anybody's getting this for anything but Young Justice Season 3. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's worth the price of admission. Yeah. I mean, I do have a buddy who's getting it for He loves the Batman animated series that we grew up on in the 90s. And the fact yeah. that they were like remastering that and everything, he was like, oh, really? I didn't know about it. They that. just, they like, just put out the Blu-rays of that, and they look fucking Wait, I knew, I knew they did the Blu-rays for Batman, but I didn't know they did the Blu-rays for Superman. No, just Batman. Okay. Oh, oh I, I thought they were going to do for Superman, too. I, they, they will. They, they probably, probably will. will, but they did all of Batman the Animated Series and New Batman Adventures. So like a hundred, the like the hundred nine hundred and ten episode run, plus the three movies. Mm -hmm. So like Mask of the Phantasm and Sub Zero and Sub Mystery of the Batwoman. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I never watched the last two. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to. Sub Zero was great. Mystery of the Batwoman was not good. Yeah. Unless you're talking about Batman and Harley Quinn, which is fucking awful. No, I I, I, I I hear that's just different. I hear it's just like goofy. It's goofy it's to be just, goofy. It's just bad. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really bad. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've got good news. Good news, you say? Good Whoa, news. I want to so, hear good news. Yeah. So, fans of the show who will, of course, know that I think Amalgam Comics is simultaneously the most 90s thing ever yeah, and absolutely. the greatest thing I've ever seen in comic book yeah. form, uh, and for those playing at home, is the one time DC and Marvel put their heads together and is like, all right, so we just had our characters fight each other in the best-selling comic book of all time. What if we combine them? You get Wolverine and Batman to make Dark Claw. You get Captain America and Superman to make the Super Soldier. Spider-Man and, and Con-El to make Spider-Boy. And don't forget Lobo and Howard the Duck to make Lobo the Duck. Cannot forget Lobo the Duck. Don't forget Iron Man and Green Lantern to make Iron Lantern. All right, listen. We know you know it. <laughs> it's great. You're Marvel is yeah, Marvel is kind of taking their own page from history. And if you'll let me set the scene for you folks, yes. the snap yeah. in Infinity War. 
We're past spoilers now. It's been four months, okay? What if instead of crumbling to dust, multiple characters were combined together? Okay, rise from your chairs, you goofballs. What are you doing? Rise from your grave. <laughs> you use the grave. Infinity Gauntlet. Half of the podcast has to just go away. It's a bare hand, bro. <laughs> There's no gems. They I heard that no hand has a lot of power. Yeah. I'm broke. It's my left hand. No power in the left hand. Um, <laughs> Is it really left listen. hand? Or are you using the reality gem to make us think it's your left All hand? All right, listen. Marvel you, is combining their characters into their own amalgamations. <laughs> Listen, you want Captain America and Doctor Strange? Mm -mm. Super Soldier Supreme. I don't want that. What? You want Ghost Rider and Black Panther? Okay, Ghost I want that. Panther. That looks insane. That, like the art right? that looks freaking amazing. You want X-23 and Scarlet Witch? How about Weapon Hex? More like Scarlet... Weapon Hex? Yeah. Weapon Hex. Wait, is that Thor... In Iron Man? That is the Iron Hammer. That my looks friend. so badass. That's a like weird that... name, though. Iron and Hammer. How about Arachnite, who is Spider Man and Moon Knight? That's a weird pairing. That's yeah. a big ball of anxiety, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but they got other stuff. Like they've got the Fantastic Two. You've got the Thing and Johnny Storm combined into one. And then you've got Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman combined into another one. So you've got a stretchy invisible guy and a flaming rock guy. You've got She-Hulk and Black Widow, which I don't think goes together at all. But fuck it, it's happening. Yeah, like, but that is that's and, okay. Yeah, and uh, Moon Girl and Squirrel Girl, which is which is also great because they're both super cool. Hmm. Um, I hear that. Yeah. But yeah, listen, a combination of stuff. This is exactly the kind of thing that puts my asses in seats for Marvel comic books. This is like Exiles quality material we're looking at. Yeah. Um, I, I eat up a what if an alternate universe you name it and the the stuff that that Marvel's been putting out lately I haven't I haven't been the most dedicated of reader which might come as a surprise to some of you who know that I am all about the Marvel comics but this has got me hook line and sinker I don't even know any of the creative teams that are working on this I haven't looked but I saw all the teaser images and I like what I see I, I think I saw Umberto Ramos doing some art on there which is not entirely surprising because he's like yeah Mr. Marvel right now yeah, he's he's still a, a big dog. He might not be drawing Amazing Spider-Man anymore, but he's in the thick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that, all that stuff looks really cool. I'm really excited. Dude, it I, does. Ho I hope they do more like combinations. Which uh, which 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 combination like do you like? The I most? was just gonna ask that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um. Jeez, I really like Weapon Hex. Yeah. I think the name is cool, and the the cover looks fucking rad. Everything about it is is really sweet. I don't know. I want I want to see the Moon Knight Spider-Man one. I just want to see if he makes a joke in the response to his own joke. Oh man! <laughs> like he he does these quips. He just quips and, himself. And, yeah, like I, I want to see that. I want to see how crazy with, that gets. With great power comes great insanity. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good tagline. Fuck. That's awesome. Marvel, write me a check. I'm ready. You're ready. I know too who I want to see combined. Okay. Uh, you'll really like this one, Casey. I'll bet you will. It is. Venom and Carnage combined with Carnage. No, yeah. to make Venomage Carnum. 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 They did that. They did that in Lego Marvel, man. Did they really? <laughs> did they really? That's horrible. Yeah. You can look it up. There's Carnum. He's oh, also Lego playable. Marvel. It's really stupid. That's the worst. Um, Actually, no. I think I, Venom. You know what? I'd Venom and I'd Nightmare. Combine Sil Silver Surfer and Galactus. Ooh, ooh, that's Silver crazy. Galactus. A giant. Is it? Wait, would that the, be? So let me ask you this then. 
Galactic Surfer. Would that be a Galacticized yeah. Silver Surfer or a Silver Surfer sized? <laughs> it would. It would be a. The way I imagine it, it's a. It's a silver and purple Galactus riding a surfboard, <laughs> and he's very large. Yeah. Oh, the Ro- Rob Logan from chat combine Ant Man and Galactus just so the range of scale is ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I love it. No, combine um, Galactant. Combined Ant Man with multiple man. It's just like you could call him the. I, I would. I would call him Bedbugs. Everyone's nightmare. Oh, <laughs> no, disgusting. Let's change gears. All right. Give me another so, topic. I'm um, over this. So, for those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, there's a wonderful service that we have talked about many times before called Humble Bundle that we are mm. all uh, affiliated with here at Bad Cody Funky. Uh, they just released a new bundle for your spooky needs coming coming up in a month or two. This is the Humble Spooky Horror Bundle 2018. There's 11 days, 15 hours, 12 minutes, 38 seconds, 37 seconds, 36. There's a timer as of recording this live at twitch.tv slash funky each and every Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so if you want to get in on this action, you can get a whole bunch of games. If you pay a dollar, you get White Noise 2, Layers of Fear, How to Survive, and How to Survive 2. All of those got at least mostly positive reviews on Steam. You pay a dollar for that for your Steam codes. Uh, if you pay uh, more than $7.90, you will get Detention, which has gotten overwhelmingly positive reviews. Bioshock mm-hmm. Remastered. Yeah. Which is, a, it says mixed reviews on here, but I can tell you it is a great game from so good. experience. I played it a bunch of times. Uh, and then you got, I'm going to definitely pronounce this one wrong, uh, Yomo Wari Night Alone. If you pay $15 or more, you get Friday the 13th, the game, and Dead by Daylight. I don't know why you do want both, because they're pretty much the same game. But you do. You just get them both. <laughs> it's wonderful. And not only if you pay $15 or more do you get those two, but you get everything I mentioned prior to that. Remember to use the uh, handy Bad Cody Funky link for all your purchases. Uh, you can choose who gets what money. So you want to give us a little bit, that'd be wonderful. If you don't want to, just give it all to charity. That's even better. I just want you to know that you get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine wonderful games. Uh, so many uh, games uh, 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 for uh. the price of fifteen dollars and one cent if you want to play it safe. That's crazy. How can you beat that? How can you beat that? You can't. You cannot beat that. I'm actually um, layers of fear and uh, Dead by Daylight are of two that I really want to get into. I've heard great things about layers of fear, um, and I like for me. This is how you should gauge your spending money. I'm going to be your financial advisor for the next five seconds or so, five to ten seconds. <laughs> Think about a game. Think about a game like uh, like Casey. Casey, how much would you pay for Bioshock Remastered? I'd have to say the low, low price of perhaps $29.95. Hey, see? You can get it for $7.90 plus more games. Seven dollars and ninety cents. That's one. Yeah, and you know what? If if you're already thinking about spending thirty bucks, just get fifteen and get some more games. That's how you do it. See, you go. I'm. I would pay thirty dollars for this game. Well, how about this and other games? Yeah, absolutely. Sign me up. Boom. And that's how your library gets embarrassingly big. There's on tears. <laughs> that's how it gets embarrassingly massive. All wallet sizes. It's wonderful. And I love it's it. It's such a good time. Um, but I I saw this and I thought everyone should know, especially those who want to get into spooky games. Have been waiting for a good deal such as myself um with all of that being said that is all of your uh current events here happening in the new the nerd world for this week let's dive into the main event we're going to talk about cloak and dagger from freeform first um 
So first thing I want to kind of do, jumping out of the notes just a little bit, what did you guys know about the characters before jumping into this show? I knew there was a cock and there was a digger. Yeah. I knew there was uh, some kind of uh, connection between the two based on uh, looking at it because the way it is. Mm -hmm. There we go. Mm -hmm. Casey? Uh, Well, I've known about Cloak and Dagger pretty much as long as I've been reading Spider-Man comics. Because uh, they've always been these kind of offbeat sort of background characters. They've showed up in a couple issues of Secret Defenders. Really? And... Within Spider-Man? Yeah, they, oh, well, yeah. they debuted in Spider-Man. They were in, Ma- oh, they were in the game awesome. Maximum Carnage. We don't talk about that. I love Maximum Carnage. <laughs> it's a wonderful out. game. Wow, okay. Or, yeah. or, 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 fine, I won't, I won't mention that game again. No, 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 they no, no. Were, you've, in... you've opened this can of worms. Maximum Carnage, which I have on Super Nintendo. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh... When you summon Cloak and Dagger as helper characters, they wipe out the entire goddamn screen. And it doesn't matter if there's a boss or a bunch of enemies, they just, they obliterate. And it's fucking rad. Um, But yeah, no, I've known about them in the comics for years. Uh, I've never been a huge fan. I don't, honestly, I made a Facebook status about this earlier today. I don't really know who is a huge fan of either character. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like that whole kind of complex where it's like, are they anybody's favorite? Like, there's I don't think there's anybody out there who hates them, but I feel like there's not just a strong enough following to, I don't know. They've had three volumes of their own books though, so who the fuck do I? Yeah, like, what, what am I? I'm, I'm in this more vote. <laughs> I'm just, I, I won't me- mention Maximum Carnage again, but what I will mention is separation. <laughs> the first exposure to them was in Maximum separation Carnage. Separation anxiety. Ugh. The co-op version of Maximum Carnage. <laughs> uh, no, so I, I'm very much like you see, like I've read some comics with them in it, um, including Young Avengers. No, Runaways. They were in Runaways. They show up in Runaways. They show up yeah. in Runaways. Because they're like, they're one of the original kind of uh, teen, teen, I mean, they're the original Runaways. Yeah. They're two, you know, street kids who got caught up in drugs and got superpowers and had to find their place in the world. Yeah. Um, that, I think that might have been the second or third time I've actually like seen them in anything. First time was obviously Maximum Carnage. They'll uh, looked a little bit into them, read them in comics here and there, but like never really like like they're like vanilla ice cream for me. Like if someone was like, "Hey, what are you feeling on vanilla ice cream?" I'm just like, "Yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's good. Mm. It's ice cream. You know, if yeah. if I want ice cream, you know, and I'm not." In the mood for anything spicy or crazy, I'll get some vanilla ice cream. It's fine. But you know, I'm never like, "Fuck no, I don't want that. That sucks. That's the worst thing in the world." It, that's cloak and dagger. They're just like vanilla ice cream. They're fine. Yeah, they're they're there. there. They serve the purpose. They get the job done, and that's it. Yeah, if you've ever read the uh, the Civil War comics, you might know cloak as the guy what teleports everyone at once. Yeah, their own personal Uber system. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I did not know enough about them to know what their actual names were. So when, uh, in I think it was episode two when they or maybe it was one when they meet and she goes, my name is Tandy. I'm like, that's a fake name. Who's the f- that's not who a that's fuck? a comic. Book at first, name. I at first I thought she said Candy. I was like, that's definitely a fake name. My and, name is Candy. And I was like, that's definitely a fake name, Mandy Moore. I see what you're doing there. Tandy Bowen. And then she said Tandy, and I was like, that's a fake name. And then her mom called her Tandy, and I was like, is that a fake? Let me get to the internet's real quick. Sandy yeah. and Tyrone. I knew, I knew his name was Tyrone, but I didn't never knew what Dagger's name was. So yeah. that was that was fun. Uh, what were your thoughts going into the show? Why are we watching this? The, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, my thought my thought was uh, this came requested. 
by uh, Ocon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A yeah. Times, yeah. Ocon wanted us to do this. He he threw a line out to us on Twitter and. Uh, and we said, yeah, fuck it. We, we don't have anything we want to talk about this week. No, no. What Casey means is there was a plethora of things that were going on this particular week. And we painstakingly went through each and every one of them and kept fan demand in mind to specifically push out more important subjects to make sure that we talk about this one. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's what he yeah, said. That's, de- that's definitely how that's it went. Anyway, so uh, as we filtered through all this wonderful entertainment that's been happening this summer. Uh, sure. Um, no, yeah, Ocon threw us a line about it, and, and he wanted to see our take on yeah. it. Um, you know, and we're nothing but giving to our humble audience. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, our humbling, bundling audience. My, humbling, my bundling. Honest, Use my, the link. Guys, can they help about getting my, my honest thoughts about <laughs> this. Uh, first thought, why is this being made into a television show? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Two, how does Sony not have their hands all over this? Because mm-hmm. those two are... Far and away, Spider-Man characters, and, and like Sony trying to got... make, make like every offshoot that they can from like yeah. every character that they possibly own. They're like, what characters do we own? Like, let's slow, yeah, we, <laughs> let's let's make, let's make a movie about that. We, we got talked Silver about Sable? the Sony <laughs> movie about that. Let's what else we got? We got Craven the Hunter movie about that. What else we got? Cloak and Dagger. Gotta go. <laughs> movie. Let's do it now. TV show. It's so great. They're just uh, like yeah, we, for this. No, show. no. It's like it's if like you, if Cloak and Dagger. What, what are you gonna say? Fucking Silk next. Bob, you're a genius. Suck Bob, movie. Bob, you're goddamn how about uh, That's how about great. Jackpot? Have She's given a, a grand total life. of four issues. <laughs> we we talked about the whole Sony Pictures meth yeah. uh, debacle last week, yeah. so feel free to flip back into the old BCF archives for that. Yeah. One. The old archives are there. Let's <laughs> go. Um, but yeah, I had no expectations. I mean, I've never really, I've never really cared about this. Yeah. Um, and I see Rob in the chat has said they announced this as far back as 2014, and I really. Find that I find that really hard to believe. And New York Comic Con? Really? That's when they announced it? Wow. Four, this this has been four years in the making. I mean, a lot of things Jesus. have been a lot of years in the making. I guess, but you're, I don't know. Face I get, AC, they're just characters I never would have. Yeah, man. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that long, but Listen, it is. Listen, you tell me a Runaways TV show is happening, I'll believe it. Especially with stuff like Riverdale on TV and like any CW show. Mm-hmm. And Greg rewatching Friday Night Lights for the 80th time. I, I've only watched that show twice. It's Chris who's rewatching it recently. And by I God, I'll get you. you to watch it, Casey. Uh, As Rob no, Logan is my witness, you will watch Friday Night Lights. <laughs> what, one, of, one of these days when you inevitably have Radio Jones on here. As Soul Ghetto a, Guy. A a recap of every season. <laughs> oh man, it's it, it's yeah. it all tears this. It is wonderful. Uh, I I was uh, I was kind of thinking like I DVR'd it. I cared enough and was interested enough to DVR it, but then I didn't ever watch it on DVR, and I ended up deleting it and just watching it on Hulu because I have. The- yeah, does anyone ever watch anything that they they DVR? Oh yeah, like, I, they, yeah. they're like, yeah, I'll did. watch this later, and it's like, nope, don't have time. Gotta yeah. make this cake. Oh no, I absolutely do. That's how I like watch all those stupid Supergirl episodes because I let them all pile up <laughs> and then I wait until everything else is on hiatus and I go, well, I got nothing else to do and I kind of half pay attention while I'm like playing a game or something. But um, no, it's it's like I DVR'd it, never watched it, deleted it and then we're like, oh, we're covering it. And I'm like, all right, to the Hulus. And then I ended up, um, I don't know, I ended up watching it. I wasn't I'm interested, but not interested enough. Like it's weird these characters because it's like I don't not care about them, but I also 
don't care about them. Yeah, I'm not that invested in them, yeah. but also like they're not that bad. Apparently, yeah. a, a Robson, it was made for ABC, then it shifted to ABC Family at one point, which became Freeform. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, I so like what, Freeform, so Freeform I was, just, uh, I was, was just... ABC Family. ABC Family was Fox Family. Fox Family was the Family Channel. Yeah. That's the evolution. You guys know way too much about paying for television. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It was an interesting, interesting thing. I ended up really enjoying this show. The first, like, I would say four episodes were tough to get through. Absolutely. Because uh, it was pretty much just what you would expect from a freeform show. Actually, at one point... <laughs> I'm sitting there watching it. Emily comes in and goes, what are you watching? Because I'm watching on Hulu and in the lower right-hand corner it says Freeform. She goes, you're watching shows on Freeform now? And she's sitting there watching <laughs> it. It's one of, during one of those music montages. Oh, God. And it's just like all 1,000% teen angst drama kind of deal. And I'm like, all right, I can kind of get behind this, I guess. And then I go, oh, like, you know, I go, this is Cloak and Dagger. It's a Marvel show. She goes, okay, and gets up and just walks away. <laughs> And that's and that's that's one thing too. I agree. Like this show to me was enjoyable. Yeah. You know, you had this story about like these two who went through an accident together. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there was there was like some. I, I love this whole like lost vibe. Like there's this like company, the Darwin Initiative, yeah. who is like uh, who's who's like uh, they're offshore drilling uh, mm-hmm. off the coast of California. Or whatever, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, they're drilling for something. They don't say what it is. They normally kind of know. New Orleans. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. New Orleans. I can't. Yeah. It's the Cloverfield Knowledge. monster. It's the Cloverfield monster. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then there's there's an explosion that happened. And they both get, got got hit by the shockwave, and they in tune got this powers. I love it, like the uh, <laughs> like it's so superhero-y. This, this this crazy accident happened, and they got superpowers. Yeah, and then one is uh, cloak. It looks like he can teleport anywhere. Um, he 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 can travel around through mm. teleportation. It looks like he can like grab things too he with had with such his tenderly cloak power voice too. Yeah, his voice was like can... so soothing and calm yet angry. Mm. He can suck your life energy. Yeah. He could teleport uh, and wrap you in darkness. God, he could do so much. He could make your fears come to life. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, and all the stuff. The they kind of expanded on what their powers are like in the show. I think because mm-hmm. it's a it's a different medium, you know. So they they do this stuff like the projecting flashbacks and flash forwards and the thoughts and hopes and dreams and all that stuff, mm. um, which you kind of see a little bit of like. In comics, when you have a psychic, it's not just, you know, Xavier, who's just like, Wolverine, bring me a cheese pizza, you know. Wait, that worked? Um, it, it works every time. Hugh Jackman, I need a cheese pizza. Any of the time, every time. Why do you think Xavier has so many fucking kids in Why his house? Why do you house? think Xavier has, has so many cheese around. pizzas in his house all the time? <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got Dagger, who she has the power of hope. Yeah, like she she took on people's like hopes and dreams, like and knives, and and, and knives. she has these like dagger knives, like they're made out of light or whatever. And I was just like, knives. this kind of reminds me of of True Blood when Suki Stackhouse kind of the same exact power. Yeah, but like cooler. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, hundred times cooler because she can like throw these daggers and shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, let's see here. Robster says, uh, Cloak needs the smoke effects when he first teleports too, and then uh, when he reapers. Re- reappears disappearing yeah. uh, a lot oh yeah true yeah yeah I, I mean like there's a lot of things where like this show as it's very interesting so like we'll talk about runaways in our next segment but like kind of comparing the two like cloak and dagger had such minimalist effects and it just worked a lot better absolutely like like cloak like it in the comics where he has all this like flowing smoke and it engulfs everyone and all this crazy stuff and this one he's like boop i'm out Boop, I'm in. Boop. But, like, it just works a lot better. Instead of, like, mm. having really shitty CG for smoke kind of happening, 
I would just prefer they just change it a little bit. It was uh, it was kind of inconsistent. Like they had like the smoke effect going, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And then later on, he just like blinked, and I was like, yeah. wait a minute. It looks kind of because like it, it looks kind of like, like like a weird jump cut. Like he's there and then yeah. he's not. There, I was just gonna say it's there. like a YouTube jump cut. Yeah. <laughs> it's re- it's really weird, right? <laughs> he just he just he doesn't review like that, but it's just him. It's like watching around. a Philip Philip DeFranco as a superhero. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't mind it as much. I I kind of like believe yeah. it. I I just rather that than than them cheap out on a bad special effect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah like, I thought I thought the show itself was uh, was was really uh, entertaining. The the only thing uh, I, I, I like the story weaving between uh, Cloak and Dagger. Like they have such similar and yet different lives, and then mm. when they approach each other about that, it's just like uh, you know, like they, they they clash and they literally clash. They can't touch each other. Um, you know, also there's there's like there's like huge like 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 I don't even know what but to call it this like fulcrum shift that happens an explosion happens um and at the same time they they have like such similar lives where they're both going through these like these these teenage dramas but it's but it's real and really heavy to them mm. you know uh yeah the only thing i really didn't like about the show was was like the the whole we have to sell a soundtrack cw dawson's creek oh style kind of thing we're like and, and to me there, there are shows that that do it well like if you ever seen insecure that show does it really well you have these uh music scenes that that go with the feeling of the show um, and they don't put music in to tell you the story of what's going on. Uh, for instance, there, there's, there's a part of the show where Cloak is going around and he's trying to find information on, on one of his brother's uh, friends who was there back in the day when his brother, unfortunately, uh, was shot and killed. So he found this guy who was working what looks like like a body shop he owned. And then he was just like, oh, and this guy's into like, you know, like the this this gangster life. And he was trying to see like the operation and stuff so he can get in there. And then there's this song that's playing that's literally saying, I'm creeping, I'm creeping, we're creeping. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm like, this is really weird. And, and like a lot of the song choices were, were like, we're yeah. trying to, I'm, I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, creators of the show, you're trying to be too clever. You're trying to be too cool. You're trying to, you're, I know they're, they're trying to engage their younger audience with all of this music. And that works to a certain extent. If you watch Insecure, they'll put music in, but where it's applicable and the song and music lyrics aren't like narrating what's going on. Mm. And I felt like a lot of times in this show, like they, they, they wanted the lyrics to kind of spell out what's going on. And they had a lot of like those like non-talking, just action going on, like uh, music montages where they're just walking around, filling out papers or doing whatever. And like there's some song playing. And, and to me, that that, 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 would, that was the only jarring thing about this show. And that's my... I really like one of my only like pet piece about this show is that it happened too often and as the episodes went on in this series it seemed like they played more and more songs mm. so you would have you would have some dialogue you'd have a song playing and then there's and then there's no dialogue and the actors are doing something and then it would cut to a scene or or like the actors going into a room and then the dialogue would kick up and then like another song would play and i'm like come on what are we, are, like, do we learn nothing from suicide squad i mean like it's 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 God, like I, I know what they're trying to do, and it, yeah. I just put the thing: it's not smart to put that much music right. into into one episode, moving on and on and on. Because each episode, it seemed like they're adding more and more. It's as if like some some corporate bigwig came in, like, all right, if this show doesn't really take off, we at least have the soundtrack we can sell. We're gonna put these artists, we're gonna put this out there, we're gonna advertise it. Kids love these artists, and we're gonna put this, this, and that there, so this will sell, so we'll make money that way. And then they're like. 
put more music into the show. Next episode, all right, we need to put more. You got six songs, make it eight. You got eight songs, make it nine. Because at one point, I was like, am I watching a music video? Yeah. It was crazy. Because at one point, like, I, I was kind of like falling asleep during an episode, and I was like, like turning the volume up in my, 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 my home theater setup, my home speakers. And, and, and then, like, the music is louder than the actual dialogue. So, like, every so often, like, the music, like, some, some music will be playing. And like my sister's like, what are you watching? Slaps like, you in the you, face and wakes you up. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my, my sister was like, are you flipping through music videos on YouTube? <laughs> like, no, I'm it's like, no, I'm watching I'm one watching... actual television program. <laughs> it's, television. it's one show. It was the funniest thing. Are you flipping through music videos on YouTube? Like, no, I'm watching a show. Oh, there's so much music. I'm like, yes, yeah. this is one episode. She's like, "What is the whole thing like that?" I'm like, "No, the whole thing is not like that." Yeah. But that was just so funny, and and it's and it's telling, you know. I mean, you you, you can do it, but just don't do it like that. But other than that, I thought I thought the young actors were really good. Oh, the, I think the actors did a fantastic job, dude. They the, 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 these two are going to go really far, yeah. and the other, not only the two, but like everybody else, there's the other young actors too. But the, the main two here can go really far. I can see them being like cinematic, like a bit more coaching, a bit more experience under their yeah. belt. Because um, you can kind of tell that they're they're a bit new. I mean, I haven't seen them anything before, but I think they did a really good job, especially them coming together, like 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 a like a like Dagger with her problems and like her being a thief and knowing how to swindle people, and 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 him having a problem with it, him having a moral compass. Like, how can you do this to people? How can you know? And she's just like been doing it my whole life. That's just just you know, and, and and her just teaching him the way of like, all right, you want to try to get to like your brother's friend who you're trying to reconnect with. Yeah. You got to get in there. You you, you got to make yourself. You know, like a like a parent and a, and a figure to this guy. And he's like, "Well, I don't, I'm trying." He's like, "No, don't try, do." And like, I love how they played off of each other. Like, she's just so confident, and she's out there in the streets. And he and he was out in the streets, but then he got a more comfortable life as his parents went on. Yeah. And uh, and just their dynamic playing with each other. And I thought they did a really good job. So so watch it even like just like for that. It's it's really compelling at, at certain moments. Yeah, it, it's the series. it definitely has its faults, right? But it's yeah. ultimately as a whole, um, I I I did really enjoy this series it, it shows you what cwtv could do especially yes. with a strong female lead and instead of just like yeah. popping out all the time uh it did get a little <laughs> little heavy-handed with this messaging at one point there was a point where and black lightning yeah. did this too where it's like i'm intrigued by this like plot line and i really like it and i like to see it and then all of a sudden they just like say one line of dialogue that makes it a little too obvious a little too on the nose and i'm like well i knew this you don't have to tell me and then it kind of just like fizzles out from there and then they rely a little too much on superheroes and everything kind of gets lost um yeah i really enjoyed just like what serge said too how different both characters were in their life in their mentality in their powers um it's just really cool just like the yin and yang kind of effect going on what was your favorite episode Ooh, ooh, that's tough um, I really like the episode because I, I love like science fiction and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the episode where um, she found out that what, like the, that there was a worker who knew her dad and was. Is on it the is it the dream ring. episode? The dream. That's episode. my fucking favorite too, dude. I I, I love that one. Oh, so man. so 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 she finds him out. Yeah. And and well, she 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 finds his daughter and is like, oh, his daughter works for the same company her now deceased dad worked for. She's like, okay, I gotta get in close. So she makes this whole thing up where she becomes an intern mm-hmm. for this woman. And I'm just like, that's so smart. And uh, she works her way in, and then eventually she gets to meet the dad, and she uses her powers to go into uh, his mind. 
Um, and she finds that there's like a blockage. There's a door, but it has like this smoke around. She's like, I need cloaks. So she, she gets him. They go to the guy. They get in the dream together. And it becomes this like lost episode. There's there's like a, there's, like a switch that needs to be flipped. There's like crazy stuff going on. I love when they first went into the dream. And oh, uh, <laughs> and Cloak was just like, oh, don't worry. This guy can't see us because you have this like rabid guy coming yeah. to like a 28 days later kind of thing. And then she's just like, dude, he can see. Dude, dude. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, it's fine. And then he swings at them. And he's like, oh, he can see us. And she's just like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. I yeah, I like I like that scientist character. That dude, that that, that guy, that, that his acting so, was so damn good. so good. It was so intriguing. Like so, the whole thing. Uh, Casey, did you make it that far in this episode? I did not. I went three episodes, and I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm not. I, I'm not I think this it. might have been like episode four or five. I want to say it was well after. Yeah, I was kind of like really on good. the fence about it until this episode, and then I was like, I'm buckling in. I am a hundred percent down. Just <laughs> just from this guy's performance alone. Like, Dude. it just was really so. The whole thing is right, like, just like Sir said, they're in this guy's dream, and they ha- he he's reliving the moment where he dies or like got in the coma over and, and, and in our world. He, he's, he's in the hospital, he's in like this yeah. like weird comatose state. He's like murmuring and stuff to himself, yeah. and he's like drooling, he's like a humming bit. the song that was on the radio when the explosion when went. the explosion happened, yeah. when he was on, on the rig, yeah, he was on the rig that explodes yeah. in episode one mm-hmm. by Roxon, fucking Roxon. Roxon, the most evil corporation to ever exist rocks in on. fiction. So, anyways, he yeah. re- he relives it and he realizes he's in a loop, which is really cool because usually people in loops, unless you're Bill Murray, don't realize it. So he's just sitting like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna happen." There, there's uh, Monsieur Flambe, and then he got Wrenchy. <laughs> Monsieur Flambe, that was <laughs> great. I was like, awesome. "What does he mean by that?" And this guy comes in all crispy and like smoking. It's I was so... like, ah, "That's great." And he laughs at his own jokes too. He goes, hey, "Get it, Monsieur Flambe," and it's just like, "Ah, oh, you're, you're you're awesome, man." And he always he gets the blueprints and he draws a baseball fucking diamond and he was watching it. He goes, "Oh, don't worry, they're at the bottom of the 679th inning," and it's like. What? How long have you been in here? And what's really cool is they have Dagger uh, learn a lot new skills just by being in the stream state. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, because Tyrone like leaves for a little bit. She's like, "Yeah, I'm right behind you." And then she never leaves, and he's out for like what two seconds, three seconds? Not even. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes back in, and she's done that cycle two hundred times. I think I read on TV tropes that that guy would have been trapped in there. For a relative time in his own brain of eight thousand. Oh yeah, years. he's crazy. He's wow. crazy. Yeah. So it's like it's like it's like Groundhog Day in his own brain. Yeah. But a much much shorter time yeah. frame. Oh man. And and I don't think they did it too because he was just like, oh, you know, like it it all resets and they're just like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And it's just like, oh, the only way to stop this whole thing is you have to like go down there and turn the switch light. But 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 he's like, but it's it's impossible. And like, what do you mean? And then like and then like uh, like the you know the the infected guys come out and then the alarms go off, the, the phone call. And uh, and he's like, oh yeah, it's all the same. There's an angry guy that calls this thing, and it resets, and then it resets. And they're just like, what the hell? And he was just like, huh? Yep, there we go. He's yeah. like, oh, you guys are still here. Great. Yeah. And I love how he acknowledges, like, oh, new people, and you guys talk. Huh? Your brain. You're different. Huh, interesting. Wait, are you gonna you're kill you're me? Different. No. Good. That's <laughs> that good. was great. That's good. Like he acknowledges, like, oh, you guys are different. Yeah. Okay, great, cool. <laughs> I, I just I just want to piggyback off something that Rob Logan said in the yeah. chat. Yeah. Uh, because my favorite scene would obviously be where Tandy comes out of the dream and is like, Kakarot, I've achieved a greater Saiyan power <laughs> than you totally could have ever is the hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he goes back in and she's throwing her daggers around. Like like nothing. Like she's sitting there throwing cards in a in a hard hat, and then like I think it was like Wrenchy comes. And he just, she just like, boop, you're dead. And he's like, whoa, how'd you learn to do that? She goes, yeah, I don't know. He's like, I've been here for a I've while. I've been here a while. Trying to learn how to do it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and it looks like Rob's favorite moment is uh, when Tyrone throws a basketball game because he uh, didn't know because he knows they didn't earn the win. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, nice. the, the ref was being like a, like a huge dick because it happened to him where like you know like he was being fouled and the ref wasn't doing anything, but but now the ref was doing it to like this other kid on this other team. Yeah, and he felt as his heroes do to uh, you know exact some justice. You know he couldn't go after the ref. Right. You know he couldn't really talk to the guys. I mean, the team he could have totally game. cloaked that shit. No one would have known. It's probably could've. a good thing I don't have these abilities. Yeah. Let's just I mean, I mean, for way. me, like, I, I definitely, I definitely want to have won that game. It's like that. It's yeah. more a part of that time. It's just like, dude, like everyone's riding on you. You yeah. throw their game, and there, there are people, and, and like he, and like he wasn't really thinking that people could see that he threw the game too. Right. Like, like his little girlfriend was just like, I know what you did. Like, yeah. I kind of saw. Dude, that. his girlfriend yeah. was pretty cool too. Yeah. Tandy goes in her mind and tries to like manipulate the whole situation. Dude, and she's like, cool. no. And Tandy's like, what the f- no one's ever done that for me before. No one said no to Dude. me ever in my life. Yeah. So like there's this girl at a school who's like into like voodoo. It's in all New Orleans. So she's in the whole like spiritual, like like powerful like Caribbean voodoo and, and stuff. And her aunt is like really like like a proprietor of all of it. Yeah. You know, she makes her do cleansing and stuff and like they, they do rituals and things like that. So so she's used to like spirits and like unnatural things. So yeah, so so when Tanny tries to like get into her mind, because she's like it's so crazy that she gets on this kick of like taking people's hopes and dreams and it's, so and it's like a drug addiction for her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, because like it's like uh, you know, she's all angsty and stuff. You know, she yeah. had everything, and her dad died, her mom's just like trash. So and her dad wasn't like, even that go. good of a guy. Turns out. Yeah, like it turns out, yeah. Turns out he's beating his wife. Dude, I was like, what? Because in her her mind, like her dad was just this hero. And then she saw a memory when touching her mom that like he beat her. It's like, whoa. Mm. Perspectives change. Yeah. yeah. And then uh I, I do appreciate a lot of the new depth in their origins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in the comics they were just a couple of runaways who got literally force fed super heroin hmm. to give them superpowers. Yeah. Um, and like their whole steez was like he like healing either healing others or being victims of addiction and it like all played on that. But this one, it's just it's tied into their backgrounds, yeah. the people that they know. It's yeah. it's there's there's more to work with. I, I really appreciate. I want I want to say it elevates the characters. Re- Not enough where I'm interested. But. I really appreciate um, that they even with the one line drop put it in the MCU. What was that? There's a point where she finds the head of Roxon and she or I don't know if it's the head, but like a big guy in Roxon, the one that's like she finds responsible for her father's death. And um she's like interrogating him kinda. And he's like, Yeah, all the days all these days it's about keeping up with the Joneses or the Starks or the Rands. And I was like, yeah. it doesn't take place in the same universe. <laughs> Those are three that's people I know. <laughs> that's thing. And they also mentioned uh Misty. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, the the, the cop lady. Yeah, yeah. So like, she's like, oh, have ever talked about my friend Misty? Oh, I'll let you, I'll tell you about her later. I, I was like, oh, I right. wasn't expecting them to do that at all. Like, yeah, I was expecting yeah. this to be a standalone. Like, and I was fully ready to be like, what a shame this is that it's not actually a part because it's absolutely better than Agents of Shield. Absolutely. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, way better. So like, it's it's great that like they've decided just even with a single line, just throw it in there. Which also then resolidifies the Netflix stuff as being in the MCU, despite the fact that they haven't really mentioned it all that much, except for the New York catastrophe. <laughs> over and over. Um, yeah. Let's move right along, right into Runaways. A better show. No. Runaways. No. Runaways is garbage. Runaways. But what were your thoughts going into it? Before we jump to my my thinking on how much garbage it is, what were your thoughts going into it? <laughs> 
So, mm-hmm. so, so, so before, before Booster Greg's hot and wrong yeah. take. So, so Runaways is a, is a very uh, interesting show. I, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was decent. Um, I don't, I don't think it's the greatest show on the planet, but I, I rather enjoyed it. You have a group of misfit kids. They all have a connection with each other and the parents. There's like this weird secret society thing going on. You have uh, <laughs> who I I know him as the the guy from 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 Charmed. His name was Balthazar, and also Nip Tuck Christian. Oh, Doctor uh, Doom as well. He's yeah, yeah, and yeah. One Doctor, ill-fated Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Uh... <laughs> Which was the best looking cinematic Doctor Doom? Yes, uh, but there's yeah. not much to go off. Yeah, of. out of exactly, out of the, exactly. But yeah, uh, it was not saying much. But anyway, you have this uh, this, this cast of kids um, who all have these uh, certain abilities. It's all superpowers, skills, I can't, I can't. So, so, so to speak. My spleen. like one of them, like one of them has one of them like like their family has a power to like wield this like this ancient like wand kind of thing, and it does all these different stuff. It can call on but like a blizzard storm. But it's not even an ancient wand. It in can show. This is oh, I hate. So here, Isn't here's it? here's the comics. In the comics, you have and, and this comic was like I read the comic. I loved it. It was great. I should have reread it before the show. I just didn't have time. Hmm. Um, Brian K. Brian K. Vaughn wrote good it. Stuff. Uh, Joss Whedon has said that he's pissed that he didn't think of the idea first because it's sort of like a really? Joss Whedon kind of idea. Oh, right? wow. So he, he ended up writing the book for yeah, a year. He, he, he drove it into the ground. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Anyways, so yeah. it's, it's essentially about... Like, I'll show you think of this concept. It's about a group of kids whose parents meet up once a year and they think that they're playing cards or they're, they're doing adult things and the kids just hang out. That's what they do. One year, they decide to spy on their parents and see what's going on. And they suit, they see them doing a ritual sacrifice. And they kind of get caught. And they, it turns out that their parents are actually D-list supervillains. Uh, they're higher okay, than that. C-list supervillains. Bro, they're A-list supervillains. They were not A-list supervillains. Are they? A-list they are. Is a you Dr. know why Doom. they're... A- no, listen, do you know why they're A-list why supervillains? Because they, they live on the West Coast and all the superheroes are in New York. They're A-list supervillains for the like a West Coast. Get out of here with that. <laughs> so they're like not anyone you've ever really heard of, but they're they're supervillains. No. Um, so they decide to try to right their parents' wrongs, essentially. The yeah. long and short of it. Um, what they, they realize that they're all kind of being groomed to replace yeah. them. And they're like, fuck that. I don't want to be a bad yeah. guy. I'm a teenager and I want to do crazy. I want to do my. Stuff. I want to do my own so, thing. I've got my so own mind. They, they, they yep. end up running away and they kind of go on the misadventures and stuff like that. Um, my expectations kind of going in was I was not going to like it, which you know, be like, oh, you don't like it, you didn't give it a fair shot. Blah blah blah. I watched six of the ten episodes that were on there. There is actually my arguments with it are not my arguments going into it. I was really upset about the casting of Molly. That was my biggest really? thing. Oh, yeah, that's and right. I, I've you been were. very vocal about this before on the show, where in the comics, Molly is like a eight or nine-year-old little girl who yeah. has super strength. And it works really well because she's got the cute little hat on with the little kitty ears, stuff like that. And when she gets angry, yep. she gets really strong, but she can only do it for like a couple seconds. Then she gets tuckered out and it's nap time. And it's super fucking adorable when it's a nine-year-old. It's weird when it's a 13-year-old. It is, yeah. It's weird. Especially because in the TV show, it's like they were trying to direct her to act younger. Yeah, it was it was it's it was odd. Weird. It was really odd. I also don't understand the reason why she couldn't just be younger than the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she it's, was like it's a like year it's like in the TV show, younger. like they, they they wanted them all to like be friends in the same friend group. It's like you don't have to do that. Right. 
and th- and yeah, it w- it was kind of weird because like the way because like she she's definitely a lot older than she was acting. Yeah, but like they were directing her to act. Like, it was it was well, weird. The, like, the I, episode I where they were- like, I don't even know she I don't even know she was a, a nine year old in the comics, and I was just like, why is this like this? Yeah. Like, why is this odd? Yeah, there was a there was an an episode where they get all dressed up. And then she really looked a lot older because she got all dressed up. But they like purposely yeah. made her eyebrows really thick, as if that would like change my mind and make trick my eyes. That was also weird. It's weird. It's fucking weird. But um, one of the uh, that was just going into it. I was like, I don't, I don't like this for this. When I started watching it, the parents were really in the front and center, and they tried to make you like, like feel bad for the parents. Like Spike from Buffy was in it, right? And he plays, he's a dick. <laughs> and it's like, cool, I, I'm down with that. And then they try to make you feel bad for him. And I'm just like, I. Because he's got a brain and I'm just tumor. Like, I don't really fucking, you're wasting all this airtime. He's an asshole. He should thing, die. And I don't care. Where I could have had Molly, nine year old Molly, like meeting up with Punisher and nerding out because the Punisher is one of her favorite like heroes in the MCU. Oh, it's awesome. Like in the comics, that's just her favorite thing. And so you have little nine-year-olds running around with the Punisher. It's fucking so cool. <laughs> that's dope. Um, you could have had them team up with Book and Dagger. They didn't do that. They're, they're too busy focusing on, as far as I know. Mo- Molly has done a lot of fun stuff. She punched Wolverine like two states yep. away. She clobbered the Punisher in one so- punch and she ripped Cloak's cloak off. And turned him back into a stuttering nerd. It's so cool. Wow. It's so fucking cool. So, Hers, um, yeah. Also, she's a mutant. Yeah, she's a mutant. Which is... Which which she is not in the I, I don't like how they also kind of made the parents less impressive in villainy. So, like, uh, Alex's dad specifically, I remember him being mm. more of, like, a Lex Luthor type. Oh, really? Instead of just being, like, a thug who got out of jail. He's He's huge. Yeah. In the comics, he's like we're talking like linebacker, like Big six three, dude. like three hundred pounds. Like he's a oh, wow yeah. man. He's terrifying. Yeah. I also I yeah. didn't trust Alex for a goddamn second in this. Yeah, because I, I knew. Oh. Well, you I know. knew. Yeah. So I'm looking at him. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I you're gonna sell all these motherfuckers I out. Fucking hate <laughs> you already. You goddamn. Narc. Also, the dinosaur was horrible. <laughs> It did. And, yeah. and, and, and Casey, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't uh, Gert's parents time travelers? It's. Yeah. yeah. They were? Yeah. So what? in the comics, yeah. Gert's parents are time travelers, and that's how they have a dinosaur because they literally went back in time, took the egg, what? and hatched it versus that's just dope. genetically modifying a dinosaur. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I, I didn't like that. I was just like, okay, so they're super scientists, yeah. and they're so super sciency enough that they are able to create a dinosaur. I was like, okay, I, I, I thought for sure in the first couple episodes they were going to keep the time travel thing because they kept on doing that nerdy like, like, oh yeah, you haven't really heard it musically, you've heard it with this, and I'm like, oh, did they get future tech and go back to the past and record like Hendrix live? It were, uh, like a recording that no one else has and then it's like oh, oh no. yeah. they're just hipsters yeah. mah, mah. the the fun thing about uh old lace too is that she's not just like a dinosaur pulled from dinosaur yeah. times she's a dinosaur that was recreated in the oh, future you're right, you're right that they brought back you're absolutely time. right what that's yeah. so fantastical oh it's well, it's fun. It's comic yeah. books yeah no I'm you saying know, like, like I I would love because like they, they try to make these things like too real within our world but like and i yeah. but i love the fantastical stuff i mean i would love to have seen that in this show yeah you know? oh yeah yeah it just it yeah. just 
the, didn't get there. So, so, so I can see why why you really didn't care for the show because the comic sounds like it's it's, it's more it's, it's it's more marvelous so than cool. anything else. And marvelous, especially in this day and age where we have like Thor Ragnarok happening, right? Where they just like don't yeah. pull any punches. This is like. A, like an avenue you can go down now and it's acceptable and like there is a yeah. high demand for it versus oh, just absolutely. pandering to like Joe Schmo and Tommy Toughnuts and, and, and especially in, it's, in, it's in these, watered yeah. down yeah especially in these kind of shows where where like they, they take a long time for like uh, the heroes to manifest their powers or for them to come into their own I'm like just just get to it please like that's why we're watching yeah. this you know what I mean like a lot of these shows are just like up oh, gotta wait a bit and then they get into it and then they start using their powers or or they don't know how to using that well so season two hopefully I mean probably not it's coming out in December probably not going to be as fantastical as the comics it sounds but uh, I don't know it could be helpful and then hopefully they know how to use their, their stuff a lot better yeah yeah, they just didn't play with their toys well enough for me. I'm not, I, yeah. I, I will probably, I didn't finish it. I probably, oh, maybe I will. I don't know. I'll have to think <laughs> it, about it's, it. it. It's intriguing, but uh, they, I don't know. They, the, bored. The, liberties, the liberties they take, I actually do like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Um, and yeah, so instead of their parents really being out and out evil, like, you know, like you said, that they're kind of passively evil and they're not as powerful as they used to be. It's because they answered to this one guy. But, like, I just don't even, like, as soon as he showed up, because the first time you see fucking Doctor Doom, right? Not really Doctor Doom, fucking. I didn't know how far into it you got because you said six episodes. And I was so, like, so he, here's as far as I got. Nip Tuck shows up in the jail. And I go, that's Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck. He can't just be fucking the lawyer. He, he looked like John Travolta kind of from the O.J. Simpson miniseries. A little bit, yeah. He yeah. kind of <laughs> weird. And I was like, there's no way he's just in this. And then, like, they started focusing more on that, like, the Mr. Burns in the, in the fucking closet room. And I was like, oh, that's totally him. And then they revealed that it's totally him. And I was like, I fucking knew it. And they go, yes, I am the secret benefactor. And I've been sleeping with her the whole time. And the actor. Surprise. The, I'm the true and, and father. the Kirk Cameron knockoff actor who is just like there. I was like, oh, that doesn't bode well for you, pal. I made it as far as Spike got healed. I didn't care enough to remember anyone's name. Victor got healed of his um, his brain tumor. The Victor thing uh, is already confusing when you figure in season two they're going to have another character named that, Victor. That is Runaways, right? That's not Young Avengers. No, the, Victor Mancha is a runaway. Right, and he was made by Ultron. Right. Yeah, okay, just want to make sure. Yeah, that's yeah, another thing, too. You have this dude show up, and his name is Victor, and everyone assumes he's Doctor Doom's kid, but really he's Ultron's kid. He's Ultron's kid. Oh, it's wow. so yeah. fucking cool. Surprise! Ultron's kid. Ultron, baby! Yeah, oh, and you get, Then you get a, a Super Scroll joining the team. Yep. What? With, with yeah. who, who's non-gender binary, which is like yeah. super progressive for when that comic came out. Yeah. If you really think about it. So so Zavin is a male, I guess assigned at birth, uh, scroll. Yes. But the scrolls mm. are a shape-shifting people whose concept of gender is a choice. Yes. Um, and he falls in love with Carolina, who is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. But Zavin becomes a biological female to be with her yes so it's got pretty much everything from non-gender binary to sort of a transgender character mm-hmm. you know playing with sexuality like there's a lot i, I would say gender there's a lot character. they threw into this book yeah um, it's really cool it, like this book was like if you think or if you realize that the normal marvel 616 canon is mostly white dudes in capes it's like that it's their <laughs> answer to that because yeah. there are very few white dudes in caves. Yeah. 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 There's only just, one white. There's only one white dude in this book. Chase. Yeah. Yeah. 
And Chase... he's not. He is in no way the hero or the leader. No, 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 no. And, and <laughs> that's, the, that's the other thing. I remember Chase being really dumb until like the second arc. And in this one, he's smart right off the bat. Yeah. Which was weird. Smart. They kind of, they give him that sort of brilliant but lazy sort of thing. Yeah. Like, he could excel at school, but he's, like, not motivated by... I just really wanted to punch him in the face. Actually, the, one of the kids who played his friend, I thought he would have been a better Chase. He looked more the part. I gotta be honest with you. I think the casting in all this, except for Molly, is, like, fucking perfect. Gert was on point. Gert is on yeah. point. I think Nico is on point. Yeah. Nico was yeah. great. Um, I lo- the kid who plays Alex looks... He looks like, like he just walked out of the comic yeah, book. Yeah, like I yeah. Chase is the only Chase and Molly are the only ones that I have a problem with. That's yeah. it. I just I the just visually I I just like the show a lot. It it it's one of the more faithful appearing books or books to film kind of thing for me. Hmm. I don't know, man. Just the the well, translation of how they look in the comics to how they look on screen. You know, you don't get that close with a lot of things. I I guess for me. I had this I have this thought and I always get let down. The more obscure something is, the less they should deviate from the source material because there's less of it mm. to take from. So right. with like something like Captain America, you have the Ultimate Universe, you have the 616 universe, you have all these You've things got that you can 70 pull from, years of comic books. And you could just combine and you're still kind of being faithful in some way shape or form. Yeah. Runaways doesn't really have that benefit. They have, maybe they have alternate version that I'm not aware of, but they pretty much have their main story and it's been going on for a bit, but that's it. Right. So when they deviate, I'm just like, why make extra work for yourself like that? This thing was already great as it was. It was already super successful. You could, you could straight adapt it. Yeah. Just straight adapt it uh, and take it from there. And then season two, maybe if you want to change that, go for it because the Joss Whedon one wasn't that great. Mm. Um, Let me ask you guys this though. Do you, do you think that knowing the source material creates a better experience for this kind of adaptations or a worse experience? I, th- I think I think it depends on on the show. Because, I mean, if it's a faithful adaptation, you're just like, oh, wow, brilliant job. But if it sucks, you're just like, ooh. Then your watching experience just plummets, absolutely plummets. And it, it sounds like it did here because you know the source material very well and you really you really dug yeah. it. So when you saw this and how, and how far and wide they took, like different pieces – you know, you're just like, oh, why didn't they just stick to this, or why didn't they just show this? So, so I, I, th- I think, I think it hurts when they don't do a good enough job. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, like, you'll have people being like, yeah, I don't, I didn't really like read the books, but like, I really like the show. Like, it made sense to me and blah blah. blah. And I'm just like, like what I did on the show tonight. I'm like, but it could have been so much better. There's an alternate yeah. world in there. We're gonna get out the fucking fringe little mirror to the alternate parallel universe, and we're gonna look in there, and they have the better show, which just like drives me up a wall. And especially when you watch some of these other properties too, like in some of the movies where you're just like, oh, I, I see where, where they took from this comic and this comic, but why didn't they include this? You, you know, yeah. it's like, uh, I mean, just just like uh, just uh, Civil War, for instance. I mean, like the, the movie is is not really a representation of like what the comic was, you know, right. especially like where, when, when the Civil War went down, you had like this like like huge two parade spread of right. like 80 or however many yeah. like like, it like was and villains yeah. every superhero and, and everyone just just like on on screen on a page the whole thing with a cloak transporting everybody i mean like none of that was was really in, in the movie so knowing the source material you're just like oh man this could have been so much better but if they had but to the movies to the movie's credit stuff. they did a much better story than the comic book yeah the comic book story itself wasn't as compelling but it, the mm-hmm. scale was a lot better 
you you yeah. you feel the the more personal struggle between Iron Man and Captain America, and mm-hmm. their their reason for doing what they do in the film is is a million times better. In the comics, mm. you would you, you know if you if you ask you know anybody who's been reading either of their comics for a while, they'd be like, Iron Man would never do this. He'd never fucking sell out the Avengers mm-hmm. to the man, and become the man. Yeah. And then the other side is like, well. Captain America would never outright rebel against this. He would either retire or find another way. Mm. You know, it just, it took both of them really out of character. And, and the movie is just like, all right, we're going to take the name. We're going to put him against each other, but we're actually going to make it work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's um, one of those things where like, in it, I'm fine with adapting material as long as it sticks to the original idea and the thought process. And it has the spirit of it. For me, the spirit yeah. of Runaways was not there. Okay. Just, and that that's just me. And that also makes me super nervous if they ever try to adapt next wave agents of hate. Dude, that would be too, that would be too much. Would it? You get Taika on there? Taika Waititi on there? Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know, man. Listen, that's a that's that, a that's gonna be my answer dream. for any off the wall comic book adaptation. <laughs> just just get, get Taika in there, it'd be fine. I Listen, love it. Greg, I'm throwing it out there. Yeah. Whether you want to keep this in the edited version or not. Yeah. We have so many open weeks. Please let us do next wave comic book club. What if what if like I just make that the Matt Damon of our show where it's just like, all right, now we're gonna th- oh we ran out of time. We, we can't talk about time. next wave this week. <laughs> but um bump. Uh all right, speaking of time, it's time for the secret question. Secret question. Mm-hmm. It's always so weird about Dave. I wish just, just I've been it's so much better. Wheel. It's 100% better. Uh, so tonight we talked about uh, two different Marvel adaptations uh, right to TV in some way, shape, or form. We talked about uh, Freeform's Cloak and Dagger. And we also talked about Runaways as, uh, straight to Hulu. Uh, both, if I'm not mistaken, getting a season two, which is really cool. Um, gentlemen, my question for you tonight is, besides Next Wave Agents of Hate, if you could choose a lesser-known Marvel property uh, to premiere on television, what would it be and what channel would it be? Well, I'm not a comic book guy, so I can't... I can't. Casey, go ahead. Oh, man. I need a fucking... Okay, so a medium... I need a minute. Medium to lesser-known. God damn it. Um, do you count Conan the Barbarian as Marvel Comics? If it was published under Marvel... It, it was it was at one point, and they currently do have the rights. Mm-hmm. Again, they got it back from Dark Horse. Um, I would do Conan, man. I think okay. in a in a world where we have stuff like uh, the Spartacus shows kicking mm-hmm. ass, you know, Spartacus. those were a couple years ago, but they were so so good. Um, they were really good. Game of Thrones has got your classic sword and sorcery elements. None of that can compare to Conan the Barbarian, which I want to say really innovated that genre like you know lord of the rings is really the start of something like modern fantasy because it invented elves dwarves you know all those races that are in common in public domain now but conan is the story of one man who is just he's traveling the world one man making a name for himself he's stealing stuff he's making out with ladies you know he's fighting (laughs) dudes to the death and it's just his tenets are what are best in life, you know, mm. to beat your enemies, to see them driven before you and to hear the lamentations of their women. Like he's just, a, it's, it's totally alpha fucking, it's alpha as fuck. And I, I just, I love it. 
just the way like I've been I've been devouring Conan novels since I was a kid. I've been reading his comics as, as the whole time I've been growing up. Him and Red Sonia, you know, um, I would love to see an adaptation of Conan done right. I mean, the movies are are great with Schwarzenegger. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but I think it's it, I think it's time for for a new Conan to be introduced to a new generation that isn't Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah. I bet you forgot that existed. Yeah, I did. I did. I was living in a wonderful world up until then. Uh, for me, I would definitely um, go with uh, fuck Rick Jones. What? I, so here's what I would want. I want Captain Marvel Rick Jones as a TV series. Okay. Because that was the coolest mm. fucking thing. It was essentially two dudes sharing the same space in the universe. So like mm-hmm. uh, Rick Jones gets the the nega bands on and when he clings them together, he goes to an alternate <sighs> dimension and Captain Marvel takes his place. Who's the son of the original Captain Marvel. So his name is uh, Gene, uh, Genisville. Genis- Genisville. Genisville. And uh, Rick does nothing but troll on him the whole time. Because he's a voice in his head. He's a voice in his head. So when, he's, when he's riding backseat. So he calls him Jenny. And convinces him that Jenny is in fact a dude's name. So when someone goes, "Oh, what's your name?" He goes, "My friends call me Jenny," and he's this huge Jack dude. And they're like, "Really?" And he and Rick is just cracking, <laughs> he's just he's cracking, cracking up, up in his head. Um, it's like it's just like a it's a it's like a buddy cop superhero show essentially. But it but it it reaches a point and and where it gets really interesting is when Je- Jenis and all the other Captain Marvels have this power of cosmic awareness mm. which lets them see cosmic awareness. sort of probabilities alternate futures kind of like if you could understand the butterfly effect mm-hmm. you know in its entirety like you do one thing mm. how will the universe react in the wake of this yeah and it consumes Janice to the point where he gets driven insane and there's a point where he doesn't switch back with rick for months at a time yeah and he's just like missing from his own life and it gets it gets real weird and real scary. Um, but just the dynamic between the two characters is is fantastic for a television show. I'm so glad that, that that's your choice. Yeah. Oh, man. I, 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 I love, love that. that comic. I remember That's I, a Peter David comic, I baby. I know. I know. That's I, quality comic. I remember when that was first coming out and there was a preview for it in Wizard Magazine back when I was reading Wizard Magazine. And I like read like I think it was like a couple of pages of it or something. I was like, I'm getting this immediately. And I went out and I found I scrunched up all of the things. I, I remember the craziest thing when that comic came out. It was done. Wizard was doing it. I don't know if it was a competition, but there was like some bet at Marvel between Joe Casada, Bill Jemis, who was the president at the time, mm-hmm. and Peter David of who could write the best comic book. And the other two options were a Batman and Robin ripoff. That never amounted to anything. Mm-hmm. And do you remember Marvel? Oh Which my god, Marvel I forgot Comics about doing, that. Marvel Comics doing a parody of Smallville when it was like brand new. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, this is like 2003, right? Yeah. God. Wow. <laughs> going back to when I was 13. So they had a contest of, of Marvel. Um, I forget what the Batman and Robin ripoff was called. Something like Tin Soldier. And, and Peter David's Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel, like, buried both of them in a landslide. To no one's surprise. Because it's the only book that, like, mattered and used characters and continuity and things comic book fans <laughs> Continuity. You know. Peter David is known for being, like, a real, like, fans fan. Yeah. Like, he writes a funny comic book, but he'll, like, throw out references to Star Trek and, and you know, everything in, in your wheelhouse. 
Um, but it all works. Like he made the the Hulk a comedy book for a while. He he you know, also the, created Young thought? Justice. He did. Yeah, they were the comic. He created Young Justice as we know it. Uh, With the whole arc that was just Space Jam references. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? That's dope. He, they, That's the dope. Young Justice gets teleported into space to play for the fate of the Earth to play baseball. <laughs> God damn it. Space it's Jam. fucking, yeah, it's Space Jam. And then um, they go, it's Space Jam mixed with. Fucking, oh, I can't remember. Oh, mixed with a little bit of Ghostbusters. So they go, all right, pick your last teammate. Think of anyone. And like, you're uh, thinking like Superman, Batman, like literally anyone. <laughs> and I think it's Wonder Girl thinks of their friend Arouette, who's like Artemis from the cartoon. Yeah. Very similar yeah. to Artemis. And Artemis, Arouette's like, why did you pick me? You could have literally had anyone. You could have Green Lantern. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. I just thought of you. I don't know. I just thought of you. You're yeah. my teammate. We're friends. <laughs> It was great. It was, yeah, but like that's like that's how nerdy this guy gets, and it's like reading his stuff. The dialogue might not be the best, but like just the references are always. I honestly good. couldn't tell you if I've ever read a Peter David comic I didn't like. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. You're, you're same with you're Mark right. Wade. Like everything they do is just it's it's per, it's great comics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would do definitely do Captain Marvel, and I would probably have it on Netflix. I feel like that would give it the freedom that it needs to just be whatever it needs to be. And not be like pigeonholed into like a genre or something like that. Yeah. Which I'm all about. I see uh, I see in the chat Soul Ghetto Guy yeah. has Daredevil, a fall from Grace story. HBO. Uh, on HBO. HBO. Um, well, good news is season three of Daredevil is almost certainly going to be born again. It has to be. Which is the greatest Daredevil story ever told. If it's not, I'm, I'm a guy to, I don't, I can't imagine what my result. Which story is that? Result. Born again? Uh... So Born Again is building up to what Defenders did, essentially. So oh, if, uh, yeah. in in the comics, I think we read it for a comic book club, club if I'm not mistaken. Uh, did we? I think we did for season two. Born Again oh, is man. Punisher or Punisher? Fuck. Kingpin finds out Matt Murdock is Daredevil, and from jail just fucks with him the whole time, and he does it the so bad, like he blows up his apartment. He he makes Matt oh. Murdock think he's crazy. And yeah. thus, everyone else thinks he's crazy. He is literally oh, running damn. around like homeless. He is de he's <laughs> disbarred. He can't do anything. No one believes. They him. freeze his assets. Freeze he's his got assets. no money. Nothing. He's got no his damn. friends won't talk to him. Yep. It's not, and it's all because Karen Page sold him out to Kingpin. My my favorite thing about it is um, for a, for drugs. Not e not even that Karen Page sells him out for drugs. Uh, originally, Kingpin doesn't even believe it, but he's like, "This will literally cost me nothing." to try yeah even if it is true so he he fucks up matt murdoch's life on a hunch yeah. he turns out to be right yeah but <laughs> the best part of matt going crazy is that he really can't figure out why all this stuff is going wrong because the way kingpin plays it is so masterful mm -hmm. but when he blows up his apartment he goes it was a great plan kingpin you shouldn't have signed it and it's like that's when he knows yeah and he beats the shit they beat the shit out of each other yeah in that comic, but it's ah, oh, it's so good. It's really cool. Um, Solgato guy is actually referencing a different story. Fall from Grace. Which uh, you, Greg, you may know this. Do you remember Daredevil's weird black and red armored costume from yeah. the nineties? Yeah. That's that's the story. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he fights like Venom and Morbius in it. If I'm not mistaken, Mobius. I'm I don't know if I've ever actually read this one. I don't think I haven't read. Um, it. I'm not a super big. Because that's, like, that's during the I've, so I've the read dark the big times. Daredevil ones, but I've, I've there's 
that's it. Like I've read Born Again. I think I've read Daredevil Yellow. I think maybe a couple others. That's about it. Yeah. Like I read some yeah. of Shadowland. Shadowland was cool. Some I wouldn't it. I wouldn't mind. I think we we talked about that as a secret question. I would love for Shadowland to be Defenders 2. Yeah, that'd be really cool. If they ever came around to it. Where he like or like don't even do season 3 Daredevil, just do season 2 and then season 3 Daredevil where like he wakes up yeah. and he's just like the head of the hand. Yep. That'd be and it's really like, cool. how the fuck did we get here? Yeah, exactly. I also saw up over our gaming Bebo. Good to see you, buddy. As always, uh, he was saying, uh, have magic with her own show. That would be Colossus's sister. Okay. And so we'll get a guy also said booster gold, which doesn't, doesn't work in this. Cause that's not a Marvel comics property. I'm going to pretend you knew that and are just, who's the, who's the most sellout Marvel character you can think of booster that might work. Booster gold. No, uh, it's Marvel. He said Marvel again. Uh, I don't even know who I would pick. Iron Man? Iron Man could be kind of a sellout. He's super sellout -y. Yeah. I can't really think of any. Like, usually they're lesser-known heroes. Iron Man. Yeah. Well, he corporate mm -hmm. he sponsors himself. Yeah. I would, one might argue. Yeah. I think most of, like, the, the D-list heroes or C-list heroes in Marvel are fairly relatable, so they don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I can't really think of any too, too much. Um, the other thing that I was kind of debating, uh, and you'll not be surprised by this is the irredeemable Ant-Man. Of course. Cause that's just fucking great. I love that. It's just, he's uh, actually, I was thinking about this, Casey, do you know who I would cast as Eric O'Grady? Do I know the actor? Do you watch Shameless? Him? Lip. He's, oh, Lip. Lip. Not, not Joker. Lip. Okay. I was watching it because I'm thinking he's got red hair, no, no, no. maybe. But it's like you can't put this guy like, in everything. In the MCU, looks don't matter that much as long as the spirit of the character is there. That's all that really matters. The rest is fine. So I was watching Lip, and he's kind of like he's got he's a sleazeball. He's got like a, a little bit of an edge to him, right? I can just see Char him charming as hell. Charming as hell. Like I could, that that would be who I would play for it. Um. That would most likely... i just put that on Netflix as well. Put it all on Netflix. All of it. Uh, Serge, do you have an answer? Uh, just looking at stuff from yeah. chat. Other than that, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Got, uh, that's all the time. That's all the time that we have for tonight. This has been issue number 157. Oh, Serge, you could have said Transformers. Is that a yeah. Marvel yeah. property? It was at one time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was at one time. I don't I don't think it is now. Like It, 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 exchanged yeah, it doesn't hands. matter. Past, yeah. present, future. We'll take Marvel. it. Yeah. Transformers. Uh, Serge would do uh, Starscream own movie. I'm putting that. I'm yeah. putting that out there. Uh, issue number 157 of That Kind of Fun Funky Podcast. <laughs> I want to go ahead and thank everyone that showed up in chat tonight. Um, going in order of appearance, because we're very classic like that. We had the Rob Logan. Actually, you can go ahead if you guys want. If, you, if you're if you bored and you want to uh, follow some great podcasts and some great uh, live shows, you have uh, Rob Logan from Geek Generation who has their own, they have their own podcast. Uh, you also have Random Movie Club, which is making a comeback, which is great. Congratulations on that. You could also go to twitch.tv slash the Rob Logan or twitch.tv slash the geek, the geek generation uh, for some yeah. great because streams. Because the first and the best there. geek generation. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. right there. Uh, we also had Soul Get a Guy Adam. Good to see you, my friend, again. Uh, we also had uh, Boulevard Gaming and Misery. I saw popped in there for a quick second 
Our first ever our fan. first ever fan coming on back. Love that guy. Uh, and everyone else who joined uh, chat and was in lurk mode, we appreciate you coming by. We appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, remember, as, as Serge said earlier, you can always find us after the fact if you came in late to the show uh, over on Apple Podcasts, uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, Google Play, uh, Spotify. If there's a podcast place, we're there. You can even just type our name into Google and you'll just get right to us. It's it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, and, and while you're in Apple Podcasts too, uh, if you just do us a favor, just leave us a rating. That actually doesn't cost, that literally doesn't cost you anything, period. And it really super means a lot to us. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you could just go ahead and hit that five-star review for a five-star podcast mm. with three with three wonderful guys tonight. Be, that sounds like a horrible time. Five stars with three wonderful guys. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. Remember, we'll see you next time, or we'll see you another time.